0: It's started! Yeah. Welcome back to Older Superior. I'm Kalen. And I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. I'm
1: Brent. And we're still missing Adam. Piece of shit.
0: Yeah. And I'm leaving now. Oh, my oh, God. Well, why are oh, you on this podcast right now? I know.
1: <laughs> okay, Clark, what do you want to say? Yeah, All I, I want to
0: say is that this week. All New Wolverine is delightful. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's so good. It's a good series, and I love it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the other thing is that we have 1000 B.C. Um, Phoenix and we Phoenix do. number eleven. We also have Rook Shear, who was a um, the, the a show gets warrior randomly warrior. Gives oh. a real cut character who's terrible character. But I but, like but, but but <sighs> his um, what you we, we were just talking about Bruce Baker's run. Rise Ronan and fall of Shear, yeah, yeah yeah. His great 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 grandson was important in that series. Yeah, he had and a bit of Phoenix in the blade. And, and I kind of miss him He was good He was a good couple For Rachel I liked him in Yeah the they other. were a, They
2: were a better couple Than Kurt and her Oh
0: shit name, That sure. was worthless
3: Sticking around to record this Was a good use of your time I would say Yeah, yeah. I had to say those things Because <laughs> yes. I
0: don't think Anyone was going to Fucking say them I'm out Alright <laughs>
1: <laughs> The table breaks
0: Bye Clark Bye Clark Okay Alright so back to um. our Regularly scheduled <laughs>
1: year round. So we got some news uh, Black Panther is coming out Next month And this you guys Made, this month, yeah. Yes. We're in February already, are you? yeah. In,
3: oh, yeah. like, two
1: weeks! Yeah. Yes! And here's <laughs> what I'm really excited about. Uh, Kendrick Lamar is doing the soundtrack, and I I think it's so great, because some of the Marvel movies have started uh, adopting... The
0: scotch. Started the scotch is very strong.
1: Scotch. It's scotch. It's in the
3: name. It's not
0: smoky, though. Okay. Alright, well, you know, it's just it's potent. Sweet. Sweet.
1: So, uh... What I really love about it is that uh, some of the Marvel movies are have their own identities when it comes to music. The Guardians of the Galaxy movies had, you know, 70s and 80s rock. Yep. Uh, the last Thor movie, Ragnarok, had that sort of, like, speed metal. Rock metal rock. You know. oh, yeah. Yeah. It, like, it was very 80s, yeah. like, hairband stuff. And, like, you know, Kendrick Lamar being, like, a woke AF, like, hip-hop artist. is wonderful. Yes. Like, doing the soundtrack for Black Panther is just great. I'm So I'm really excited to hear the soundtrack. I haven't had a chance to yet. But uh, I'm, I think I'm going to wait till I watch the movie so I can... That'll be better, yeah. Yeah, see how it incorporates with the scenes. I mean, I'm already
3: excited for it, just given the fact that Run the Jewels is, like, the trailer music. Yeah. yeah. I just think that's it's awesome. It's a good song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, People are super excited about it, but not everyone is, apparently. I know. Uh,
1: there's been uh, reports. fucked up. There are some uh, very toxic comic fans out there. I hope all of our three listeners, none of you are toxic in this fashion. I don't think you are if you're listening to us. There are. There's a group of my DC comics is. fans. My mom <laughs>
2: listens to us, and she. Oh, your mom is, is
1: delightful.
2: i yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just
0: get her out of She's the offspring is
1: toxic. She's delightful. Get her out
0: of here. When I talk about
1: AIDS.
3: What?
0: She
2: loves that. Yeah. You're still yeah.
0: here, Clark? Get out! Of I'm, your car. Oh, I'm getting an Uber. All right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're either recording or you're not.
0: I am recording.
1: <laughs> oh my god! This is
3: like the room of podcasts. The
0: reason I don't like DC fans is this exact fucking reason. Well, they are
1: Marvel fans like this, too, so there's yeah, toxic... Yeah, but they're
0: not actually saying they're gonna fucking go out and do this in some
1: weird... Yeah. So, DC fans are trying to screw up the Rotten Tomatoes score on Black Panther in the same way that, like, some alt-right guys try to do that for yeah. Last Jedi, yeah. yeah, which is, I think, bullshit. Like, if you like a movie, dislike a movie, whatever... But trying to disrupt, like, uh, people's enjoyment or the the rating of a film... Or the
2: perception even before they saw it. Yeah. It's really fucked up.
1: And the perception right now, or, like, the early reviews have been stellar. Like, people are absolutely going batshit over it.
3: Well, not to get, like, too... Like, I agree. It's really stupid to comment on something that you haven't seen and to go ahead and, you know, pre-decide that you're going to try to make other people not enjoy it. But... But especially, how many many different things do people protest and dislike and want companies to drop ads for that they don't even watch or consume? So I I feel like that's a very common thing for people
2: to do. It's and especially to do it with the first premiere big budget movie that has the first black character as the main character. What a coincidence! No, it's fucked up though. Like it's like this is the first Marvel movie that like people... do no to me like you're correct. No! Me. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and, not
1: only, and not only is it, it, the, it, first it makes so like the, the lead being black, you know, because Blade... Uh, it's an all-black cl- cast.
2: All cast. It's an yeah. all-black cast. It's almost all-black cast. Except like, for, The two white except, guys, one's a villain and one's like... Except for the cat, back. the small cast of The Hobbit is on it, yes. too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's really... It's just totally fucked up. And, um, you know... Fans, don't be shitty, and I'm excited about the movie. Yeah. I
3: think it also is just shows, like, do we should we really care about Rotten Tomatoes that much? Because really what Rotten Tomatoes does, and I don't think people know this when they're like... Aggregator. Just, it just says, you you either you either saying something is great or something is terrible. Yes. So the neat thing about it is that it's taking an average of all the polls. So you say, like, 95% of the people say it's great, but... It's not really telling you, you know, like 10% thought it was really amazing and 10% thought it was just okay, but it was better than being terrible.
2: It's, I mean, it, it does factor in now, like, I will, if a movie doesn't have a high score, I just automatically won't see it, which is kind of fucked up. That yeah, if it's that. like, if it's below 70%, unless I really, really, really yeah, want to see it. Yeah, unless I'm really craving to see it. Yeah. I know, it's it's tough. It's kind
1: of tough. It's just because, like, you know, time is finite, money is finite, you know, and we have so many different options of entertainment now. Yeah. That, like, why do you want to spend 15, 20 bucks for a movie that's going to be weak? But, like, uh, but also Rotten Tomatoes is based on both, Critics as well as fans. So, like, for example, Last Jedi had a really high uh, percentage for critics, but had a very middling score for fans. Yeah. And some of that was due to uh, people just giving it negative reviews because they were shitty. Yeah. Not because they just, like... spots
3: to make negative reviews. Correct, Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, like, if you don't like something, that's fine, you know? That's, like, that's your prerogative. Like, you don't have to like it. But just to, you know, come and disrupt something like that is just a very shitty thing to do.
3: Everyone's going to like this fucking thing. You're already a tool for being one of those people who preemptively says, oh, I don't know. It was just, it wasn't good. You
2: know, it was bad. Even us don't who... fuck yourself. It's going to be at least okay. Even us who are giant douchebags gave Justice League a chance. We did. It turned out to suck. But like we wanted it to be good, and it Absolutely. Yeah, that
3: is the weirdest part about the people who like who made this group. They're like uh, all the people who negatively reviewed the DC universe. You know, they were just like shills for the, the for Disney. It's like, well, no, what, no, it, you,
2: was you, it was
0: bad. I don't. It was bad.
2: And, same Like and everyone liked Wonder Woman, and yeah, it, like and that was a DC movie. So we, like, and we liked Wonder Woman in
3: Justice League. Yes, uh, yeah, she was, she was pretty good in it.
1: Um, And also, I would say of the five of us, I'm like the biggest DC fan. I fucking love DC comics as much as I love Marvel comics, sometimes Uh even more. And I want the Justice League movies to be good. I want the DC movies to be good, and they're just not. Adams up. a
2: big fan of DC comics too, and he just yeah, like, it as yeah. well. yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: well, yeah everyone's giving it an unfair shake, you know. With the most hated DC movie, The Dark Knight, go fuck yourself. People are willing to love DC movies. Yeah,
1: you racist pieces of shit. You racist pieces of shit.
3: You're racist.
1: <laughs> so moving on. Uh, speaking of DC, so, yeah, that's
2: the music of Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, We're thank, woke. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Kendrick Lamar's spoken word album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but speaking of DC, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, you know, um, several months ago ben left uh, left Marvel, uh, one of the major architects of Marvel of the last fifteen Huge years, fifteen Mark. to twenty years, Crazy. and is going over to DC. And everybody was wondering what he was going to write. Uh, you know, if you if you guess Superman, you guess correctly. Superman being uh, DC's probably top uh, top uh, character, along with Batman.
2: Um, this is crazy. Bendis has touched every major character within the Marvel Universe. So him switching to DC, and then basically, he's probably going to do the same exact thing. He's eventually going to be on the Justice League. He's eventually going to touch Batman. He's going to touch everything.
3: Does, does he have a, a particular crazy. recognizable, like, style yes. thing that he thinks He's about all now? about
2: dialogue, not so much about plot. Would you... Agree
0: or I would, totally,
1: I would totally agree with that. He um, got his start by doing crime comics uh, in the 90s and uh, mm-hmm. caught the attention of a lot of Marvel mainly. And then yeah. he started writing um, Ultimate Spider Man. Uh, and that iteration really kind of helped, like, define what Spider-Man was in the, uh,
2: the early part of the 21st century. He basically single-handedly launched uh, the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. Um, and so, like, there was an X-Men, there was an Avengers, which they called the Ultimates. He launched, like, he launched so many different platforms. He basically later in his career relaunched the Avengers. The Avengers was one title for so long. Yeah. And then they canceled it. They disassembled them, and then they split it off into two titles. And then when he brought in characters like Wolverine, Spider-Man, Luke Cage, Cage, these were like characters that were never Avengers. These were mainstays on the Avengers. Yeah. So he really changed the whole He made Avengers into a huge franchise. Yeah. He's
1: got his lovers and he's got his detractors. Yeah. I love some of his stuff. I think he's better on solo characters than he is on team books. Mm-hmm. There, uh, he has a very interesting like cadence the way he writes uh, characters. It's like very like sort of David Mamet esque. Yeah. Um, but there is a criticism that a lot of his characters sound very samey. It's, and I think, oh, the
3: Aaron Sorkin-type character. Aaron
2: I, Sorkin's a very good way to put it. Yeah. I think he's got a funny and fun dialogue that he probably speaks in the way he speaks, so that his characters always tend to be him as well. Um, so it's uh, it's a little annoying for some people. It is. I, I sort of like it, but he gets carried away, and sometimes he's on a lo- uh, run for too long. I agree. Because and so, people rely on him too much.
1: Here's what's going to happen. The way gonna he's going to be gonna- interesting. Uh, so, he is doing a story uh, for Action Comics number 1,000. It's the mm-hmm. first comic to hit 1,000 uh, wow. 1, issues. Wow. And DC actually renamed it because it's going to be a hardcover book. Because so many like retailers and fans were like, what the hell this means? What, it's an issue, but it's a hardcover. So, it's like yeah. Superman something, something, something. So, he's doing a, a story for that. And then he's going to do a miniseries called Man of Steel. It's six issues. And then he's going to take over both Superman books. Uh, su- just regular Superman and Action Comics, which is the one that hit up 1,000. The reason I'm saying this, this is very similar to what a creator in the 80s did, John Byrne, who was also the artist of uh, Uncanny X-Men during Dark Phoenix Saga and during the Days of Future Past. He was almost like the co-writer, co-plotter with Chris Claremont for, uh, for the X-Men. Yeah. He left X-Men to go do Fantastic Four. And then when he left Fantastic Four, he left Marvel to go work at DC. Mm-hmm. And he ended up, Superman uh, became his baby. So he did a six-issue miniseries called Man of Steel. And then he took over the Superman books.
2: Huh.
1: So this is a very... And very... became the hit movie, Man of Steel, <laughs> which
3: is beloved by all of us. Yes,
1: it was. Yeah. Um, so I'm very interested to see, like, what he does with
2: it um it'll be interesting um superman is not known for being clever or you know fun so you know lois is gonna have the most fun dialogue ever yeah because that's the only way he can like show off his dialogue style i think well so the regular superman book is supposed to be the more superhero like superman fighting lex Luthor
1: or fighting like you know brainiac parasite all his major villains yeah and action comics is much more of the clark kent book so I think you're going to see like the lowest like, Clark, totally, uh, yeah. Lex Luthor, like, Perry White interaction in, in that book. So. It'll be interesting. Tell It'll me how it goes. I won't be reading it. Oh,
0: well, you
3: know. Okay. Well, okay. that's a very <laughs> weird <laughs> thing to take a stand on right now. But
1: yeah. Sure. So uh, staying with DC for a second, uh, Watchmen is going to likely turn into an HBO series uh, by Damon Lindelof, who did uh, The Leftovers and Lost. And they have, the pilot has a director. Her name is Nicole Castle. And she did some episodes of Leftovers and a few other uh, HBO shows as well. So uh, I'm kind of intrigued to see how the show goes. Is yeah. it
3: supposed to be, like, the pre-Watchmen stuff?
1: The, uh, you mean, like, before Watchmen? Like those before Watchmen things. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Obviously, they didn't call it pre-Watchmen. That was a <laughs> stupid title. So, um, I mean, I think of it this way. So Leftovers was three seasons, right? Yeah. The book ended up being season one. And then... Um, Damon Lindelof, working with the author of the novel, ended up creating like a like a further storyline for seasons two and three. Yeah, and uh, ironically enough, two and three were better than season one. At least I thought so. I agree.
3: Yeah. Uh, and so I'm curious to season see season one not being bad.
1: No, season one was fine. It just was. It was very uh, hit or miss for me. Uh, it just two two is where it really took off. Uh, I'm wondering if Watchmen will kind of be that way. Uh, if they're gonna do if they do any of the before Watchmen stuff, I don't know. I, they don't. Like it's not as beloved, obviously, as the original graphic novel by Alan Moore and Dave yeah. Gibbons. It'd but be there's for
2: flashbacks or something like that. But I, that,
1: I'm interested to see the pacing of it. Yeah. So that's the thing about flashbacks. Think about with Watchmen. After every chapter, every issue, there was all that extra Ludes information, and,
3: like the historical stuff and yeah. like, under the hood, uh, yeah, the chapters
1: yeah. of that. You know, the stuff about like. Uh, Watchmen fans or like fans of the book always make fun of the fact like the one chapter that you always skip over is the stuff about the owls oh, that, yeah, yeah. that uh, uh, the second night owl writes about because it's yeah. so fucking boring. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's that, a comic book. The pirate comic book inside. Yeah. yeah. So they'll probably do some more stuff there. Um so I don't know. I'm very curious to see how he does it.
3: I think Lindelof is not a bad choice, uh, given that the part of the point of The Watchmen is that it has a very uncomfortable ending, and Lindelof kind of specializes in that, if anything. Um, I, I, I don't know what they're going to do with it, so I, I feel like it'd be weird to just have the same story rehashed into eight episodes or whatever it would yeah. be yeah
1: yeah no i totally agree I they know. have
2: to have a different take on it uh,
1: they probably would have a different take and i'm wondering if they would do it as like i mean it's very much a set in the 80s and that's the Zack snyder film which wasn't very good kept that same era and i'm wondering if they'd want to update it for you know 20 the 20 teens or the 2020s whenever yeah. it comes out
3: I mean, if they got Alan Moore as an executive producer, that would be really exciting.
1: He wants nothing to do with Watchmen. <laughs> he hates really? it. Yeah. Nothing. He anymore. hates every. He hates that they're even using it. Anymore. Why?
3: Well, so. Well, so um, oh, was it just because like rights issues?
1: Total rights issues. Yeah. So the whole thing was that DC made a handshake agreement with Alan Moore in the '80s, saying once uh, Watchmen goes out of print, um, the rights are yours. And so remember in the 80s, uh, not everything got collected. You know, a lot of stuff like you just had to find the issues, you know, and hope for the best. So Watchmen ended up being such a big hit that they collected it and then like the collection ended up being so fucking popular that DC just kept it in print. Yeah. And so the the rights never reverted back to Alan Moore. Oh. And so Alan Moore was like, "Ah, I want nothing to do with you. Well, that stinks. Yeah, so it's it's uh, it's a big it's a it's kind of a sticking point. Um, and then going back, it's to a
3: very rich universe. And if I were a creator who made that universe, there'd still be tons to explore. Yeah, things yeah. to do in it.
2: Yeah, because you've already thought about like the other aspects of it. Yeah, that's very true. And here's the other thing too that
1: um, I mean, Alan Moore was willing to st- stick around with DC and do more stuff, and like they lost like a major creator, you know, in that regard. So I guess it's one of those things where it's you know on you know. Earth 2 when they did this they probably lost all the money let go to
2: Earth 2 yeah. <laughs> guys when are we gonna go to Earth 2 Hillary <laughs> no Clinton is president um, I have two you know, weeks on let's go Quart. this summer
1: uh, but I wanna go back to Lindelof for a second about why you think he's such a good uh, creative voice to do Watchmen um, as a TV series I agree because there were interviews yeah, when lost. Laws- like,
3: don't put words. In <laughs> yeah, okay, that's what you said. I said it. He, there's there's a reason why you'd think he could be a good choice for this. So, Not because I think wow, he's the definite
2: right choice. You really backed out of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't want to be... Look, a lot of Who people are, are going to hold my
0: Atch? feet. <laughs> hold- I never said he was the best president. I said he could be the best people president. People are going to
3: hold my feet to the fire over this, and I just don't want to be the person who's sticking my neck out for Lindelof because he can fail.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason why I think he'd be good is because when Lost was first coming out, there were interviews with him saying that Watchmen was a huge influence on him ah. with the flashbacks mm. and like the way that like uh, Watchmen use flashbacks as well so wow
2: wow wow. Ooh, wow. wow it's so weird that brent is obsessed with it <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Brent, why do you
3: have that lindelof tattoo <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: lindelof for life <laughs> okay. yeah what hey, so much news this week so much
1: news so you want to talk about some comic books oh yeah, there's no there
3: more news i feel like there's no more news all
1: right okay. i
2: don't know it. It it's all it's all what, cool. it's what do you, you want to talk about? what do you want to talk about brent hey
3: hey
0: clark
1: just came back <laughs> 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 i'm kidding uh, so we've got three issues. Uh, we've got um, All New Wolverine, number 30. Uh, Jean Grey, number 11, 11, the last issue. And uh, the final issue of Phoenix Resurrection, number 5. Number yeah. 5. So why don't we start with All New Wolverine?
3: Mm, I'm loving it. Oh, so, it's it's so, so, so good. good. We're it's coming, so good. We are coming into the story like part of the way through. I know. And it's yeah. fucking phenomenal. They're doing a lot with a few issues. I can see more now why someone could do a good storyline in six issues, and have it be perfectly enjoyable, and not fucking nuts, shit, garbage. Nuts, shit's garbage. It's just garbage. Yeah.
1: So the resolution was so elegant and so like uh, humane. Yes. Of she dealt with the orphans of X, and she was like, "Look, I, you guys have a rationale for why you hate us. I understand that. Why don't we team up and go after the people who unleashed us, the ones yeah. who like you know." We're pointing the gun at your family members, it seemed
3: appropriate for the characters. Everyone had a reasonable goddamn response. Uh, her taking off her armor was great, yeah, yeah. Getting shot several times, fantastic.
2: When she was getting shot, she literally looked like she was bleeding out, too. Kudos to the artist because you really saw the blood like leaving her face, yeah. yeah. She yeah. lost a lot of it's, blood. it. It was really well done between the art and the writing. It's phenomenal. It's just a good. I mean, story. I look the exact same way when I got shot twice. Oh my god! You look the same way now. You look better when you got
3: shot. Actually, <laughs> uh, you know, I was I was bold and radiant when I was staring down that mob. <laughs> yes. Did I have the child under my arm? But you know, I looked
2: great. But you saved that child.
3: Uh, how did they get? How did the? Uh, how did the other Weapon X people get those masks? Like, are there orphan, orphan of X people carrying around some extra madness? Hey, it's like, hey, we got an yeah, extra one right here. You know where, you know where? Hot topic. Oh, okay. They <laughs> have them. Um, I love Gabby so much. Gabby, Gabby was so great. Good. She
2: got the best lines. There so was one right out of... of the gate, uh, this writer's fucking hilarious. Oh, right. Uh, just like. You're Doc, not Lady
1: Strike, you're just Lady Strike now. Yeah, exactly. I that, love that And line. then
2: Dawkins just being like, that. she's like, that was a dumb plan, that was a dumb plan. he's like, yeah, but it worked. Boop! And it just touches her nose because yeah. she's a child. Uh, yeah, so
3: good. So the the her being starstruck and you,
0: Captain America. <laughs> 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 it's
2: so good. Um, when all of them snicking, yeah. snicking at the same time too. It's yeah, so good. The is, she,
0: It's she's basically Louise
1: from Bob's Burgers as a Wolverine. You're
2: character. so right. Well, it's such a different like because all the Wolverine characters are just terrible, bitter. Angry. Yeah, she's got no, no malice. Yeah. Know, and I
3: really like that. And I think uh, the artist does a very good job of making her face expressive, uh-huh. even if she's got these m- massive glasses on her.
1: Yeah. Like, this artist uh, reminds me a lot of a artist named Kevin Maguire, who's really good at drawing faces. He's yeah. The one, you know totally, Kevin yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. So I love this book so much that I don't want it to end. Like, you know, there was know. rumors that like with Tom Taylor taking over X-Men or starting X-Men Red, which is coming out next week. Which we'll get into so is um, you know putting uh, Laura and Gabby on there that this book could end with original Logan coming back. This book could end. I don't want original Logan back. You know what? I yeah. am so happy with give her, Laura, and Gabby even old man it. Logan is actually like is a is a pretty good book. Yeah. like I I kind of like you know like an older more grizzled Wolverine and a man for you. Uh,
3: it's a different way of taking uh, trauma and trying to deal with it. And I love the metaphor of what, what's the name of the blade, the Murakami blade?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: uh, being forged out of like the rage of like of being made into this weapon, and then the armor is made out of the souls of your family and the thing that protects you. And I think that's a really interesting extended metaphor for how you can try and deal with the problems that you have in life.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so what good. a great book! And then next issue, it's
2: Deadpool. Yeah. I'm very curious to see how he writes Deadpool. Yeah, it'll be really interesting. Um, yeah, I just... I, I'm excited for everything. I'm just excited for these characters to interact with more characters now, too, in X-Men Red. Yeah. It's really exciting. Speaking so, of Grey... Speaking of Jean Grey... Of- <laughs> what, do you, what do you
3: think of the ping-ponging that... Uh- Dockin does between being kind of a really clearly
2: a good guy and that, a bad guy. That is my
1: only Iceman. Like,
3: that yeah. is the
2: only thing that the X Office needs to really get in line because Iceman, he's a fucking douche, but like here, he's sort of like upstanding dude. Well, I he's think, a begrudging hero. Well, I think I know. it's because of his relationship
1: with Laura, and I think that's that's probably the reason why, like, he okay. has some affection towards Laura versus seeing Bobby, this guy who's like just came out of the closet. He's, he's like, malicious. He, he's though. a little malicious. I mean, he, he fa- fucking killed his boyfriend for no reason. Yeah.
3: And also basically was about like if if the opportunity came up, he would have slept with him
2: first. Right. Wait, just wasn't yeah. enough time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. What a hottie. Uh, never mind. Sna- oh my
3: gosh, I love you.
2: Wait a minute. Weren't we going on a date <laughs> B-
3: boyfriend? Do you remember that when he is saying no. that to
1: Doc so are you saying that Dokken is the Tristan of the Marvel Universe? I wouldn't say that.
3: Who's Tristan again? <laughs> I don't know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> not I've good? never met her.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, uh, so yeah, uh, speaking of X Men Red, let's talk about Phoenix Resurrection number five. Look, Jean's back.
3: Wait, is Jean Grey supposed to be the one we read first?
1: No, Phoenix Resurrection no. number five first. Yeah, well, why I read in the right order then. Good. I'm a hero. There was, there a little, was even a thing that says Jean Grey number eleven. Applause.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I like that uh, old man Logan just cut that bitch's throat in the first three seconds. <laughs> he yeah. he was like,
2: she was like, no, you shouldn't be mean to me. <laughs> and just fucking people. slit her throat. Never I'll take a refill when you have a minute.
3: Glasses in a wa- uh, white hot room. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I just love that. Like uh, Annie's diner. Get it? I got Glasses get and this is a white hot room. We're you in a white room. Right yeah, now. we're in a white For room right things. now. And, and Ryan was complaining about the temperature earlier. <laughs>
1: I was, yeah. Uh, I love that. Uh, I'm a writer. Uh, Annie's Diner from 17th Street is uh, featured heavily in this book. Yeah, yeah. Mm. come,
3: come see it, it
2: in
1: DC. Yeah, it's
2: happening for it in a big way.
1: Uh, no, uh, this was actually a, this is a really good issue. Um, I loved. Uh, I, I think um, Matthew Rosenberg has Jean's voice down.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: I've never been a big fan of like original Jean Grey, but like she was very compelling. Yes. This. And when the big reveal, of course, is like she had a chance to say her final goodbye to Scott Summers. Yeah. I think that was really great because um, she never had a chance to
2: before. I know. And it was touching. It was super touching. Um, Yeah, it felt real too. And for a split second, I was like, are they just going to revive them both? Like, what's going on? I thought that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But I'm kind of glad they didn't. Even those stupid young. Cyclops is still around. I'm glad they didn't.
3: It's the only issue where I'm actually, I actually enjoy the Phoenix being in it. And I think it's because the Phoenix is like getting smaller and smaller. And then, you know, she's kind of going through whatever emotional stuff she's got. Yeah. Uh, and there seems to be genuine resolution.
2: The Phoenix seems like a sad, um, sad, sad, sad X. Yeah. It's just like can't oh, get, over. get over we can oh, give you anything. No, it's fine. No, we can make it work. I'll give you
3: anything you want. And just like, no. We've all dated guys like oh, that. come, on, come on, you're just a giant bird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is never gonna work, between and in us the, yeah. And then the in the very last scene with the Phoenix is I'm just I'm a
3: girl. It's he's a cosmic <laughs> being sent to destroy the
2: universe. You know, we're just two different but people. They star-crossed lovers. <laughs> yes. It's just yeah. a little sad little parakeet in her hand that yeah. says
0: goodbye jean what a, what a
3: great, i love the that last panel where she's like crying in, yeah in the rain i thought that was a really well drawn
0: yeah, yeah. it looks expressive. really good. it was
1: very expressive and the last page is uh her just on the ground you've got like scott's corpse and then you've got beast saying welcome
2: home jean and Which she's wearing not the appropriate thing to say uh her welcome not, home her. jean <laughs> yeah my boyfriend just died again yeah well, um, and I was gone for fourteen years, something yeah. like
3: that. Well, it's better than saying, "Do you think he's okay?" <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: or, yeah, you're right. I'm glad <laughs> you weren't there. Yeah, <laughs> you look so
1: thin. What have you been doing? <laughs> know.
3: Like, have you been doing like CrossFit or? Yeah, what? you look great. Yeah, uh, CrossFit Praxis of Evil.
1: And then uh, Jean Grey is in one of her original outfits, the mini skirt outfit.
0: Was
3: that? Was she? Was she not Miss Marvel then? Yeah, like, oh, okay, Marvel Girl. Marvel Girl.
2: Yeah. Mabago. Mabago. Ma- Ma- uh,
3: there's. A- Kitty <laughs> Pride is clutching her pearls. Did you see that? She can't believe Oh my, g- my word. <laughs> my, <laughs> my stars and garters. Yeah. So the-
2: she was like, oh shit. Also, I'm, I'm it, not the supreme girl. It's a now. little
3: fucked up that the Phoenix is like, yeah, this one's alive and real, and then it just like, leaves that body there. Like, Phoenix, don't you want to, like, clean up your shit?
1: No. The Phoenix is kind Phoenix of an don't asshole. don't care. Phoenix don't care. Phoenix don't care. No. So, moving on uh, with Gene, we got Gene Gray number 11, uh, the last issue of the series.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Hooray,
2: it's over.
1: I like the series. I don't know, overall, I thought it was quite good.
3: Yeah. I thought this was, this is an okay issue. I mean, I don't know what's going on really, and I don't uh, t- don't care.
2: You know, reading the two genes this week, you can really sense the difference between them, though. Yeah, which is kind of cool. I,
1: they're very they're very different characters. Yeah. Um, I liked the inclusion of magic. Can I use that in quotes? Yeah. Uh, and then also not. no. Mm-mm.
3: Who's magic? Ma- Ma- is magic the red girl?
1: Magic is the girl She's with the sword. The, she was the yeah. yeah. She was the red girl. Yeah.
3: Oh, is she the one who's in the uh, the what gifted? Are you? Was, no. she, was she? No. The, the no, dragon no. hand? Those are the cuckoos. Okay. No, no, no. He's no, no, talking about the. Uh, oh, the lawyer. No, Whedon.
2: that's. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. What's yeah. her name? Uh, some, uh, this J. is J. Not, J. This not her dragon form. This is. No, like this, is Ilyana. this is Ileana.
3: This is Colossus' sister. That's Colossus' sister. This girl whose potato dad talks to her, right?
1: Omega Red. That's actually in the Marvel. Potato universe. Dad. The history. Potato Dad. <laughs> That's his name.
2: That's fucked is
3: up. His uncle, like Pistorioli <laughs> like, um, I'm uncle you've never heard of. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> I guess I should trust you with my life.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. listen. Uh, was- Magic's former um, uh, father figure was Velasco, an actual
2: demon. So you know the uncle is the step up. It's true. So she just fucking time portals through all the different Phoenix hosts. Yeah. yeah so she's got like uh um
1: 1000 BC Phoenix.
3: Is, that, is or that one a, million BC it, not one thousand? So are these Phoenix, Phoenix Phoenixes that have Phoenix, 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 Phoenix. Phoenixes that have been explored
0: before? Yeah. uh, Yes. So every single one of them.
1: The Phoenix uh, in uh, One Million bck Phoenix was actually in the issue of Legacy that we read of um, Marvel Marvel Legacy Number One, Uh where they had the Avengers One Million BC. She was a member. Uh, Okay. And then uh, you've got you know she goes to the future. You've got Rachel as the Hound. Prestige, as you know. Yes, Uh, that's of
3: course her name. I remember.
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Malworker, Prestige. Yeah. And then she uh, goes to the Shiar, where there is this guy with a giant anime sword. Yeah, Corvus. so Corvus, um, and in his sword is a shard of the Phoenix. I see.
2: yeah,
3: Dark Phoenix. Sure, because she says Dark Phoenix. Yeah, he has gone completely Dark Phoenix.
2: And uh, give him some
3: water; he's going to grind his teeth. He's gone Dark Phoenix. And I then it's like ecstasy.
2: No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Um, and then she goes into her own past. But the interesting thing is it's basically just going through the memories of the Phoenix, which you've never really taken that point of view of the Phoenix before. I am a little confused. Why does the Phoenix just go, "Oh, you don't want me? Fine. You're like, you're an all-powerful being. Like what it what is the change? Why uh, is it different though? Oh, because it never wanted it never wanted her.
3: It wanted the other Jean, and she's like, I'm not that Jean. It's like,
1: yeah, but you didn't really want no, but it, it's... so I'm a little bit pouty about I'm I not guess. breaking up. You're not breaking up with me. I'm breaking up with yeah. you, kind of.
2: Yeah, but then kind of had unacquainted love with the other Phoenix. Jean. Yeah. The older Jean. Jean Jacket. Jean Jacket, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she shows up at the very end, and it's kind of like anti-weird, climatic, like... It's not going to be continued, or is it, in X-Men Red?
1: So uh, <clears throat> Tom Taylor tweeted out saying, you know, X-Men Red's going to hit the ground running. But in May, either through in Red or in another miniseries, they're going to talk about older Jean coming back and interacting with everybody that she knew. So this knew. is
3: White Hot Room Jean. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. This she was is, dead. She was dead, and now she's back. Okay.
3: Just trying to... I just want to clear it up. Old Jean
2: was dead. I
3: I, I think it's also pretty funny that to get to Madripoor, she takes a cab. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. You're a telepathic being who can create objects and lift them with your mind.
2: Why don't you fly? Maybe she convinced the cab driver not to make her pay the toll. She's looking for that. (laughs) So
3: she hates the working class. Yeah, she
2: does. No, she's just trying to
1: get a five-star rating on Uber. You know, she's got to keep taking it. Otherwise, that rating goes away. Uh,
3: Everyone had a pretty nonchalant response to her, uh, you know, being dead and then being back.
1: Yeah.
2: So, what she what does, I, does. Oh, Gene
1: Gray, where have you
3: been? She does it all. Oh, lot. nothing. I just came from ashes and reconstituted my flesh. Right?
2: I think we really need to spotlight one moment specifically. Oh. Beast coming out of the shower. Mm, the victim, Zaddy. Says, <laughs> Jesus. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Hey, Zaddy. Talk about a
3: sight for sore eyes.
1: <laughs> mm. mm. Uh. his lines. <laughs> so I wanted an editor's note saying, okay, and now they go off on their cross-time caper. And now
2: they go and they meet, you know, fucking bloodstorm. Yeah, they could have easily done like, um, for more young gene, see this. For more old gene, see x right? so, so
3: was the, the the phantasm gene that she met in doc, the Doctor Strange issue, yeah. that was the gene that's in the white hot room?
1: Ye- theoretically, yes. That was
3: like attacked by the Phoenix or whatever. And then, and that's like
1: where that's being resolved. Yeah, they, I don't think they've resolved it well enough, but that is my theory. Okay. Yeah, I
2: would right. probably agree.
3: Okay, already. just asking. I'm yeah. just trying I mean, to you know, just know. make a
2: conversation here. It's uh, f- very confusing. Yes. You know? Phoenix,
3: the Phoenix, for being such a cosmically powerful
2: force, sucks at doing his job. But like, like destroying worlds? Yeah, he's really bad at it. Do we think the Phoenix is gonna come back? I mean, it's always that the Phoenix is gonna come back, but gonna find another host that it likes just as Quincy much as White. Jean. No, and it can't be a. Fun he game.
3: used his wish because apparently the Phoenix follows
1: Dragon Ball rules.
2: Yeah, uh, <laughs> or a monkey hand rules yeah, actually, so but sorry. only one finger. A monkey's
3: fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Um, and here's the thing: like this fall is uh, X Men, like Phoenix is coming out, right? The movie. And so they're gonna have to like try to find some kind of a synergy between. Is it like Dark Phoenix? It might be Dark Phoenix. Yeah. yeah.
2: Also, they've uh, they've noted one thing about um, the Marvel and the Fox universes. It's going to be a couple coming. years before. It's the- going to be a couple years before they it's can even. Yeah, I'm not okay with it. I want them to fucking just be integrated already because they're gonna make so much shitty Fox movies that I don't want to. Here's the thing, though. I. That's a fine price to pay because I don't want the plans that Kevin Feige
1: has for Marvel to be disrupted by this merger and like them rushing to like merge the two universes. So if Fox does some shitty versions of whatever, fine. I don't have to watch him, but I want to keep watching Marvel Cinematic Movies. Yeah, at
3: the very least, it's decent enough timing for their... When when they when Marvel decides we're gonna have like a young Avengers or whatever, yep. that they can then reboot whatever version of the Fantastic Four. Do they get the Fantastic Four? They get the Fantastic they Four. They get both of them. Yes. And and then X Men.
1: So I have a question about that. I've heard mixed things about them actually getting the Fantastic Four. Like it's like another awesome. company actually owns Fantastic Four and they, they licensed them out to twentieth Century Fox and that's how they were able to make the movies, but the deal did not include Fantastic Four. Is I that true or not?
3: Sony owned Fantastic Four. No, that's Spider (laughs) (laughs) Man.
1: Sony owns uh, Spider Man. Sony owns Spider Man. -Man, Um, And Fox, or this other company, owns Fantastic Four, and 20th Century Fox can license them.
2: What if it was just one dude? that owns oh, like, yeah. so, yeah. so he's like he no it. you can come to my birthday party <laughs> yeah. I'm playing a movie though yeah. <laughs> I wanna meet
3: the Iron Man first <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 it's like Renegade his name is Renegade Incorporated and so somehow he like got the rights to it through <laughs> <laughs> an accident to like oh
2: god like, the ni- Marvel in the 90s was just a fucking shit show they were just selling stuff left and if, right if I became a billionaire I would just pay them off and just steal like certain characters I'd just steal mm-hmm. like Dazzler Stone Warm, boom! Boom! Invisible woman, just like just fuck up their universe. Are you still Polaris, but not give it to Clark? Because you're an asshole. <laughs> but not
3: let uh, Clark uh, touch it. I feel it. like there's a very good reason then why you're not a. <laughs> 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 I'm I went thousand there and I tried to. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I. I uh, so I guess MVP. Yeah. Yeah.
2: MVPs. I does it, no one's doubting the book of MVP. Though. Yeah. It's got to be. Say it at the same time. Gen Jean Jean exiles, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously it's
3: all new Wolverine. All new Wolverine. Yeah, it's got to be Gabby. It's got to Gabby be Gabby. Gabby's, Gabby's the best. You next, Captain next. America'd him.
2: Yeah. I did. I just like Lady. Strike I like Dawkins so much. I do like him. Only in this book, though. In, like in the he's a monster. Yeah.
1: yeah. and then he's gonna be in X Men Blue. I'm
2: I'm wondering which one he's gonna be.
1: Well, so douche
2: probably, or this one. Um, I would say a little bit both. He might have a fun uh, play with Polaris. I think they're both... I mean, he's kind
3: of an asshole in uh, in an all-new Wolverine, but it wasn't so much so that I'm like, I have to hate you.
2: He's a good,
1: immoral character. Yeah. You know? And he should always remain that way. I agree. Like, trying to make him too good uh, completely robs the character of who he is, you know, and... Trying to make him too evil. I don't know. We already have like a saber tooth and other like stabby stabby. Type I animals. have a uh,
2: MVP moment when Jean explodes out of the diner. Yeah. And then just lands and she goes, oh, hey, Iceman. Oh, hey, Storm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Yeah. I haven't seen you for 14 years.
3: Yeah. Well, if we're picking MVP moments, then mine, <laughs> mine has to be when all the Wolverines are awake and then everyone's like... Just shing 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 and yeah, I'm like, Okay. This is too many Wolverines. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're all sharpening their claws yeah. on things. Yes. Yeah. many? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> takes like twenty minutes for them
0: all to get their blades th- out. They're all <laughs>
2: sniffing
3: just so loudly everywhere. Yeah. <ocation> <laughs> <sharp> <pause disappe> it's like they're rattling around a knife drawer. It's terrible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was fun to see them all there. Yeah, I agree. Cool. What was your favorite moment? Did
1: you have one? I do think it was Gabby telling Lady death Strike, you know, you're,
2: you can't kill. You're, you're just not, Lady Strike. There is no death in this. You're <laughs> just Lady Strike. Such a now. good writer. Yeah. I cannot wait. Let him write all the expos. Yes. Oh my God. But, you read my mind. Why can't he, he just? Eugene Gray. Uh, yeah. Ugh, what was that? I don't know. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, why can't we okay, have Bobby? Hi, Gene. <laughs> why can't we have a main writer writing two X books like the way Bendis did for the Avengers? Probably like,
3: takes a lot of work. You're probably right. <laughs> it's
2: hard to keep up. Um, I
1: don't know some, some writers are able to do three or four books a month. Yeah, yeah. So why does this pussy just
0: fucking
2: write? Look, <laughs> <two more> <laughs> yeah, exactly we write, We like your writing, you pussy. Yeah, we're going up and down on our world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: no, but I am. Next week is X Men Red. I cannot wait to read it. I'm already going to say it's going I'm MVP. so pumped. All right, There's well. a preview online already. Is there? Ooh. But don't. It's called the cover. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the same I, I, I'm
0: trying not to spoil myself for like the one scene they've a Black Panther. It's already really good.
1: And I don't want to see it because I want to see the movie. it online. No, 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 no. Find I got to watch it in the context of the film. All right,
3: well, you'll find us next week on Home Superior. Yeah.
1: Uh, find us on all the things on social media. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.